I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Visit No One Likes Us Clothing for all your Millwall clobber. www.noonelikesus.co.uk Hi, I'm Gary Rowett, and you're listening to the world-famous Acton Millwall. Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to a very sunny Den, Zampa Road, for the visit this afternoon of Blackpool. Um, Den is around about half full at the moment. The big news, the big news, I suppose it's big news, uh, bold changes, bold, very bold, as Julian and Sandy would have once said in the, in, in the comics of the era of the 60s. Uh, George Long coming into the team today at the expense of Barbie Olkowski. Uh, four changes overall, including George Long. Uh, back line, I think, I think it's going to be a back uh, back three. Uh, Murray Wallace, Jake Cooper, Charlie Cresswell. Either side of them will be Scott Malone and Jamie Shackleton. Uh, I'm going to back a midfield of George Honeyman, Billy Mitchell, Callum Stoll, probably playing more centrally according to my uh, deep knowledge of football tactics and up front Zian Fleming and, and uh, Benikafobi returns to the side on the bench uh, we have uh, Bart Bielkowski uh, hard on him to be uh, blamed for the poor start to the season we've made but that's uh, Gary Rowett's roll of the dice this afternoon dear listeners, Bart Bielkowski Danny Mack, George Evans uh, Tom Bradshaw Tyler Bury why can't Bury get a start is my question Andreas Vogel Samuel and Jules Saville also being put on the bench rather than the starting 11 uh, Gary Rowett after our very poor start to the season has urged his players to step up step it on up boys he's saying in the uh, London News Online after that awful defeat midweek at home to Queen's Park Rangers uh, he's, he's asking the players to um, make more of their good moments uh, this is insight indeed into the world of football management he calls today against Blackpool uncom- an uncomfortable test uncomfortable indeed Blackpool actually sits three places in front of us not terribly different track record three wins two draws and four losses for the Tangerines they scored nine and conceded 13 the Lions by contrast have won three I say we probably only won decisively one of those three. The other two have been good comebacks, but scraped along by the seat of our fans. Three wins, one draw, and five losses. That's the telling statistic as we come to the tenth game of the season. The uh, 
Well, the bar is the normally set at 10 games in. How are we looking? How are we doing? Well, at the moment, we are in 19th position in the table. Just one point above the relegation zone. Swansea sitting in the third position on nine points. Um, I know, I know it's very early in the season to be talking about relegation zones. But 10 games in, that's the bar. We need a win today. Gary Rowett needs a win. The club needs a win. We need a good win. And let's hope that's what we're going to get. I wish Gary Rowett well. I don't want him to be sacked. I've said this on a couple of the shows we've done since that poor defeat at home to, to QPR Wednesday night. But we're going to see. The uh, Lions will be kicking us off attacking the away end in accordance with the Venerable Beads uh, chapter 15 of the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle. As you can probably tell, uh, Blackpool are taking the knee. Dressed all in tangerine this afternoon. Lions in their dark blue and white. And away we go, listeners. Uh, lots of empty seats around me in block one. Dramatic changes, bold changes by Gary Rowett. Will it pay off? Will it, will it snap up his backside? Who knows? We'll see. Let's hope for a win. Dan Marsh, writing for the London News Online, asks, will it, in Shakespearean style, will it be a winter of discontent? Quoting Hamlet, is that? Shakespearean Dan. Uh, defeat to QPR, he says, was a sobering setback. It was a sobering night because uh, we never looked anywhere close to any kind of danger. I know Zian Fleming hit the bar, but we were 2-0 down late in the second half. And that is a sobering moment, isn't it? When we, you know, you're, you're very, very far off the pace in a game against a, a side that you'd expect to beat. I, I, I think we should expect to beat Blackpool this afternoon. I don't know if that's, um, you know, overstretching uh, my, my imagination, but um, this is the kind of game we ought to be thinking about winning. This is a long ball forwards towards Zian Fleming, just outside the Blackpool penalty area. He feeds it into Benedict Afobi on the right side of the penalty area. One minute into the game, balls into the mix. Taken away at the last moment from Zian as he was shaping to volley. As we've said a few times in terms of many, many shows, we have a good squad. They're not necessarily like Eric Morecambe's sketch. I've just seen that quoted on the on the on the Twitter. Um, all the all the right notes, but they're not necessarily being played in the right order. Is this the right order this afternoon? Is the question. Is this Gary Rowett's? Final symphony, or is it the start of a you know super top ten run in the uh, in the hit parade? I don't know, I don't know. But just to reinforce the point about us having some good players, there's three international call-ups. That's Charlie Cresswell, who's arguably not our player, lonely from Leeds, obviously. He's been called up to the England under 21 side. Uh, Callum Styles, who represents Hungary, my familiar links. This is our break to watch. Blackpool coming forward, this is 23 on the left, it's a long ball into the middle, over the heads of everybody, the 25's now got it on the right side, two and a half minutes into the game. Um, the den was sour on Wednesday night, I, I hope we don't concede a goal, because I can see us going sour again on Gary Rowett. Yeah, so Callum Styles represents Hungary in Nations League action, and uh, Joel Savile for Northern Ireland, also in Nation League action. Styles will be representing Hungary versus Germany in Leipzig and uh, playing against Italy in Pescara, I think I read. I might, might be wrong on that. 
on the following Monday next week, International Weekend, of course, listeners. Right-sided corner, it's lofted in, deep, 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 bouncing around, hoofed clear, back into the into the mix. Long takes as it bounced in through two in there. Uh, long throw out, that's straight to the 25. That pull recover possession, I imagine. I imagine that Bart's being penalised for his uh, poorer, poorer distribution compared with George Long. I'm going to guess. Because you certainly can't be penalising Bart for any of the goals we've conceded. I can't think of one that I've charged to his account. Can you, listeners? I can't. Otherwise, possibly you could argue about his talk about his distribution, but the point blank saves are goal savers. And um, we'll miss that. That's a good challenge there from Zian Fleming. The boy looks talented and looks committed. That's uh, cleared by the goalkeeper, unfortunately. Rowett will be looking for more incisive forward passing. These are the um, sentences I highlighted from QPR's post-mortem interviews with him. Uh, kept going backwards was his criticism. Um, got bogged down, not enough inc incisive forward passes. Um, he warned them, the Pulis squad, about Chair and Willock. Scored. Willock scored one of the goals, I don't know about Chair. Uh, Goals very disappointing. We switched off basically. And the one, the, the quote that really bothered me, and I, I know you can pick press conferences to pieces, but the one that really bothered me, listeners, was uh, Gary Rowe saying, "I really don't know what we were doing for for the." Uh, I think he was talking about the second goal where we switched off at the corner. Um, no, I didn't know what we were doing. Either. No one knew what they were doing, which is worrying, listeners. Anyway. We've moved along from then, six minutes into the game. But we need to put this uh, low-energy vibe that's around the den to rest. Excuse me, whilst I have a sip of Bermondsey Spa water. It's a beautiful sunny afternoon here at the den. The three flags at half-mast, of course, with the uh, lying in state still of Queen Elizabeth. Will it be half-mast for Gary Rowett by the end of the afternoon is the question. Here's the 12 with a free kick from the right. That's into the far side of the uh, and George Long comes out to collect. Seven minutes. A long diagonal ball. That's not hopeful sign from central defence by Jake Cooper. Straight into touch. I half-jokingly asked on our group chat whether this is Gary Rowett's last stand. I, I, I will be surprised if he walks, that's for sure. He's not Neil Harris, is he? Um, in the event of a defeat. And I'll be surprised if we will sack him because that's not the kind of club that we are. John Berylson is actually a very loyal and patient chairman, as, as we've said a few times on these shows. So I will be surprised if, um, whatever the result, if Gary Rowett is not still our manager going into the international break. Um, do we give him to the World Cup? That's, when's that start? That starts in November. The club won't want to sack him. The whole process of finding a new manager is a, a, a very painful one for more it, it doesn't seem to... Some clubs do it naturally. We don't do it naturally. It's a long ball for us from Bennett Defoe, deep in his own half. That was towards Zian Fleming, making good ground there. But uh, Malone has pushed off the ball very cheaply there, and Blackburn will bring out their own half now, nine minutes into the game. Yeah, we don't, we don't sack managers very well. That's a lovely tackle there, Malone. Ball into the box, that's poor into the first defender. I'm trying to fathom out the referee. Looks like he's uh, sporting a Francis Rossi style uh, centre parting, long 
growing very grey style haircut. Um, I think that's the. I'm, I'm looking at it from a, a, a distance, so I'm trying to um, trying to see for sure. I think there may be a ponytail tucked round the back. You don't see many refs like that, listeners, do you? More refs like that. There must be a novel in the role of the long distance goalkeeper. There's one about the long distance runner, wasn't there? He always did it at school. The long distance goalkeeper that waits for years and years to get their chance, waiting for an injury or loss of form or something. They never get their chance. This is Billy Mitchell on the edge of the mill penalty. That penalty has stopped and fires it into the two. And we win a left sided corner. 13 minutes, listeners. It's lofted into the central zone. It's a, it's a goal. One new Millwall headed down. Goalkeeper took it up behind the line. The referee indicates goal. That's Ian Fleming. One new Millwall. Almost seemed to happen in slow motion. Ball lofted in from the left side. The header, I couldn't see who it was. It, uh, Zian Fleming's taking the congratulations. They're going to go and watch it on the replay. This is. Uh, it must have crossed the line, the goalkeeper seemed to save it, but the referee indicated goal. He's first for the club. Well done, Zian Fleming, by far our brightest uh, spark of the season so far, in my opinion. Let's have a look at the uh, replay, if it ever comes. Oh, there's a cow. Well done, Zian. No replay. No, there we are. There's a basic left-sided corner. And the big man got up and caught it. He's a big boy. Big boy. I'm sounding like Julian and Sandy again, aren't I, listeners? I'm at that funny time of life. 1 0 Millwall. That's a big relief. Wednesday night was a tough watch, a very tough game. Um, and it, I think I said to Neil in, in our show yesterday, it just uh, messes, your, messes your days up afterwards, doesn't it? It messes your weekend up, listeners. You know how it is. And. Uh, this is this Blackpool are the kind of team. If we're not beating Blackpool, then we've got some serious problems. I'll say that now. We're only one nil up. We're only 17 minutes in, but this is the kind of game that we have to be winning. Otherwise, we really do have problems. So, um, good to be so far. Coming towards the 18th minute now, in control of a game that we should be in control of. Fingers crossed. Rabbit's foot. Lucky Heather. Um, any other lucky charms you want? Throw it into the mix, listeners. By golly, we need a win today to go into that international break. Yeah, the referee looks like he might be able to pick up his axe at the end of the game if we win this. Start jamming with the quo. Looks like the bass man for um, a kind of a status quo tribute band. You know? Status no or something like that. I, I, I might try and spend some time thinking of tribute band names for status quo. Fingers quo. You have to feel sorry for Barbara Crosby. Obviously, it's in the nature of the professional game that some get picked, some get dropped or cut, as they say in, in the uh, American sports. Um, and it's in the nature of professional sport that someone's going to be disappointed and someone takes the blame. Um, I remember reading in Eamon Dunphy's book, Only a Game, which I read in the 70s when it came out. I didn't fully absorb it. I was about 14, and it's actually a very adult book in some ways in terms of how the, the, uh, the psychology of the sportsman and being dropped and you know finding yourself watching a game and hoping that the team win but then hoping they lose without you and 
all of those small kind of thoughts that go through people's heads when they've been uh, they've been dumped. It's akin to a relationship, isn't it? You know. So um, I imagine that's the kind of thing that's um, going to go through Bart Bielkowski's head and, and the others that have been put on the bench. You'd be a saint if they didn't go through your head. And, uh, there aren't that many saints around, listeners. I don't know if you've noticed. It's a poor game at the moment. It's neither side are exactly um, going to match the... Uh, although the Blackpool in orange, uh, they're not looking like the Dutch masters of, uh, of the 70s. Let's put it that way. But they're neither a Millwall either. Uh, thankfully, we are separated by that fairly basic goal, but a goal nevertheless. It's a ball in from the right side for Blackpool over the tops of everybody's heads. It's got into touch. Taking towards 24 minutes now. This is Blackpool just outside the Mill penalty area now. I say knocking it about, that gives them more finesse than I think they're, they're due, really. Uh, we hoof it clear. 31 minutes. It's been a, a basic contest so far. <laughs> Don't come down here if you're looking for the finest of, uh, you know, Pep-style Guardiola ball. Blackpool pressing down our left now. They've had a fair amount of possession at this stage. But on, the, on the left now, what can they do? Trying to work some space for a cross. It's into the box. This is one each. Fired in from the left side of the goal. Player over-celebrating. Ball basically got to the byline, pulled it back. Basic stuff. Found a man in space, so time to take and turn and fire it in. One all. All that good starts out the window, listeners. I think the East Apple were waiting for that moment to come so they can have a dig at Gary Rowett. I think that's hard. The, the game hasn't been brilliant so far. That was poor defending again, I'm sad to say. Because the, the man worked space on the, on the left side and found a, a free striker in front of goal. We had time to fire it in. So poor defending costs us again. That weren't Bart Bielkowski's fault. That weren't, that weren't George Long's fault. Yeah, no chance. One each. No movement, Billy's saying in front of him. This is not going to help anyone. I, I get why people are booing. I understand that. But the game's not so far adrift yet that it deserves it, in my humble opinion. People are going to do what they want to do, of course. And I'm not going to sit here and tell them what to do. But I just think it's a bit undeserved. Sense of drift about the den listeners. It's the gold is really not stuffing out of the place. I know we're only uh, 39 minutes in, but it's I think it's a collective sense, and I'm joining. I'd soon go home. It's not um, it's not attractive to watch. Uh, this roll of the dice so far has not produced a side that looks coherent attackingly. Attackingly? There's no such word. It's a kind of Donald Trump word. Uh, a side that is coherent in attack. Um, and as I said before, we really ought to be beating a poor side like Blackpool. And we're not at the moment, it's one each. Big, big half-time coming up, presuming we don't concede again, listeners. This is Billy Mitchell now in space in midfield, his touch is heavy. It falls thankfully to, to George Honeyman now on the, on the left. Scott Malone gets a decent ball into the middle, that's far post, that falls to Zian Fleming, what can he do? He's had a go just over the bar. Unlucky. 41 minutes. Zien is willing to have a go and shows ambition on the ball. Score of our goal so far. And by far our, our brightest um, 
talent in a game that's been bereft of it so far from a real perspective. Danny Baker posted a tweet. I was trying to find it, can't find it at the moment. Describing us as being a constipated site. <laughs> X-Lax. Did you ever take an X-Lax? We were given X-Lax as kids and an all brand to make us go. No one ever thought about the diet back in the uh, 60s and 70s list, is it? Um, constipated is probably a good description. <laughs> we're not looking very, uh, very, we're not flowing, we're not going regular. As uh, my dear old grandpa would put it, all little one twos on the edge of the box there. Pannyman and Z uh, Fleming combining it, just gets away at the last. I don't know why I bother doing this, I always set the phone stopwatch when we get to 45 minutes. Three minutes added to Adam and Eve, it seems like forever this half. General sense of flatness around the place, listeners. There's a free kick from Millwall in her own half. Jules Long's going to take it. But there's just no, there's no energy in the, in the place. You can probably sense it across the, the internet, wherever you're listening to the show, wherever in the world you are. Place feels dead flat. Ball over the top, that's nearly run through to Benikafobi. There's the half time break. Booze was out around the den. Um, we were leading. We did well to get in front of a poor game, and now we've managed to relinquish that lead uh, to a poor Blackpool side. They've shown us nothing. Um, I will say it again, make it a repeat point, that we should be beating teams like this. And to go in at half-time having led and yet not be is uh, indicative of where the club's at at the moment. I generally don't believe this group of players are what I'm playing, I want to play for Gary Rowett. Big second half coming up, listeners. We'll be back after the break. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, it's Mr. Bye for now from Millwall Football Club, and you're listening to the world famous Actong Millwall. So a very flat den, listeners, as we start the second half. Blackpool will be kicking us off, attacking the away end, of course. Millwall will be attacking the Cold Blue. 
as per the dictums of the, the Venerable Bede, the Anglo-Saxon chronic. Um, what can we say? This is a big 45 minutes for Gary Rowett. I, I, I don't get a sense that this group of players particularly like playing for him. Um, I don't get any sense the crowd in the den particularly like watching his football. Um, and if it don't deliver results, which it hasn't been this, this season, ball in from the right side towards Benicophobi. This is, uh, this is uh, Malone on the, on the left. Uh, if we don't deliver results, then uh, he loses any point, doesn't he? So, yeah, uh, would he walk? Big debate online, just looking at Twitter from what, what can we get here. Uh, I don't think Gary Rowett's the walking type of, of uh, manager. No more than Ian Holloway was the walking type of manager. They will want to get their contracted amount, which is fair enough. Um, I think we, you know, who, who wouldn't uh, seek that in their, their shoes? They don't have any emotional connection to the club. He doesn't have any. Um, Neil Harris did walk, but he, he had a, a lot invested emotion in the club, so you won't get that very often, listeners. So I think getting shot of him, if that's what it comes to, will not be easy. Long ball forwards for Blackpool to Presswood. They must sense, as poor as they've been in that first half, they must sense that there's three points available here for them. And they're just coming down our right side as I'm waffling away. They've broken into the penalty area. Ball falls to the edge of the penalty. No one closing down the man. That's a poor cross in and cleared. Uh, we look so defensively fragile. Bennett thankfully works a free kick. Takes the sting out of the situation. We look very, very fragile in defence. And it's very hard to see any real drive or excitement in this group of players. Uh, Surely the most talented group we've seen for a while, and I'm going to, you know, in include Jed Wallace, who was a one-off. But um, you know, we've had more talent, more spread out, I think, in this this group. But absolutely no spark. Here come Millwall anyway. 47 minutes. This is Zian Fleming, edge of the penalty, shot on target, stinging low, but the goalkeeper was equal to it on target, though, which is good. I don't know if it's an odd sight or not. Why, why am I, I don't even, I'm questioning myself. There's a man coming, grey-haired man, probably about my age, you know, um, with two ladies who look like they've been shopping in Oxford Street or somewhere. Um, and they look like they've just dropped in to watch some football, which is nothing wrong with that at all. It's, it's just not what you get used to seeing at Millwall, is it? Um, one's clutching like a, looks like a Harvey Nicks bag, like she's been shopping, you know? It's diverted me away from this miserable football that we're watching. Now I'm questioning whether I should regard that as an unusual sight or not. And I probably think I shouldn't. And yet I do, and I'm now caught in turmoil. Here comes Scott Malone and Bennett Gophobi combining on the left side, but that's intercepted by an orange shirt, sadly, listeners. Going backwards again, listeners, as you can hear from the uh, crowd reaction. This is Bennett on the right side. What can he do? Fires it into the box. Zian was lurking on the left side there. That's a good cross. Across the face of the goal. The crowd won it. Styles now fires it into the box. Falls to Fleming. He tries an overhead. The boy will try anything. <laughs> and appears unafraid of failure. And I like that. I, I respect that. That's uh, bizarrely gone for a, a right-sided corner. I think that was a goal kick. But anyway, middle corner. Low and poor into the first defender. Wow. 
There's an old number from the past. I haven't heard that in a while, listeners. Doris Day number, of course. Huge Millwall fan, Doris Day. Used to see her on the halfway line. Cold blow lane. Um, very poor game. Let's, let me say that from the very start. Um, obviously, with poor games, you want to be on the winning side of that poor game rather than on the losing side of it. We were in front. We managed to give that lead away. At the moment, we're trying to play with some more energy. It comes all 58 minutes. But we just look so um, aimless at times. And it's hard to see how that's going to break at the moment. Blackpool pressing forwards. If they go a goal in front, this place will turn and it will get ugly. And I don't want that. I want Gary Rowett to succeed. It's very hard to see at the moment, listeners, where that's going to come from. Unless we get a lucky break in front of goal, which is uh, what we're trying to press for here. That was a clearance in the end from the... Blackpool defence there. The bold changes haven't made much difference to the general feeling of the of the season so far. This will be our tenth game. At the moment, we're we're drawing, better than losing. But as I've said a few times in this in this recording, we really ought to be getting the better of a team like Blackpool. It's falls to Zian Fleming. He's hit the post. Took a, a, a ball down low. Made some space. Clipped the ball into the into the near post and it clipped off the base of it. Unlucky Zian Fleming. Been unlucky how many times he hit the woodwork since he's come over. He's got that goal from the first half. But it should have been his second there. He's unlucky. Lady Lucky's not smiling upon Millwall or, or Zian Fleming particularly. A few questions on the on Twitter and reply to my half-time report asking if the uh, crowd actually want Gary Rowett to turn it around um, yeah I think they do I think, well, I think they want Millwall to turn it around whether that includes Gary Rowett or not I don't think I, I generally don't think most people give a shit about the manager as long as the club are winning um, he's a scapegoat here because of his decisions and um, sacking him will be expensive and we're a club that um, you know repeatedly tells everyone that we, we don't seem to have the resources that others do. Some clubs seem to sack willy-nilly. I mean, we've mentioned Huddersfield Town sacking Danny Schofield early in the season, but that's not going to be Millwall, is it? Ball bouncing in from the corner, that's looped away. Billy Mitch. Backwards and forwards, crowd bemoaning that. Scott Malone, this is Murray Wallace. Takes some turns, balls in, scuff. That's Callum Stoles, there's Benick Afogey. 2-1, Benick Afogey. Slams home from the left side. The dead erupts. I think they do want Mill to turn it around. They may not want Gary Rowett to turn it around, but that's 2-1 for Millwall. Nicely finished by Benedict Nafoldi. Thank Christ for that. Bloody hell. Nicely finished by Benedict Nafoldi, listeners. Uh, the ball was... Uh, Picked around on the left side, it uh, fell to Murray Wallace who scuffed it into the box and Callum Stiles had a hand in it. I can't see if there's a, a replay going on. I can't be bothered to get out of my seat, listeners. Anyway, it fell to Benigaphobia who slammed it home with a plomb. 2-1 again, let's not let that one go. Ball breaks, this is Blackpool coming through. Ooh, that was almost a lovely ball through to the nine. The well cut out there by Charlie Cresswell at the last ditch. 
three quarters of the game through. Now, this is 67 minutes. Lions have a slender, valuable lead. Um, huge amount still to think about. Debate. It's not been a brilliant performance by any stretch. We are leading it by hook and by crook. Um, where does Gary Rowett stand now? It's uh, not been an inspiring game, but that kind of look poor. And they're by no means out of it, so a uh, long way to go yet, but it'll be three valuable points, that's for sure. It'll buy him some time. Poor ball, thankfully. Gives Millwall a chance to break now. Scott Malone. Benedict Afobi in the centre. He's got Malone overlapping him. Zian Fleming just on the left side. Malone takes a shot, slams it into the goalkeeper. He bats it away somehow. It falls into. Just got away from George Honeyman following in there, listeners. He's got the crowd going. It's nice to hear it. Who really wants misery down the den? I, I'm not one of these people that, you know, whatever your feelings about Gary Rowett, um, his, your tastes in his football, it's not somebody that I want to see. So it was a ball always just tripped wide there by Zero Club. This is a round of applause for Queen Elizabeth II. 70th minute. 70th minute being 70 years on the front, I guess. There we are. I actually came past the uh, Southwark Park as I came out of Surrey Keys this afternoon. People milling around. It's the end of the queue to, to see the line in state, of course. This is Blackpool coming down our right side, we're on 73 minutes. And that gets clipped there, they're trying to work the ball around the middle defence. We do look rather un unlockable. Not one of those old doors that they used to have on the Ferrier estate that were easy to, to unpick. I sound like I'm a criminal, I was actually a manager there, so I get, get to learn certain things on that estate. No longer exists, of course. But we look like those doors on the Ferrier estate you could unlock quite easily, they're kind of half and half doors. This is George Honeyman on the on the left side, balled into the box. Taken easy enough. The ladies have gone now, that's really weird. <laughs> they look like they're just coming from Surbiton or Richmond or somewhere. Uh, they've all gone. I, 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 I'm intrigued, there's got to be a story going on. There were two, um, looks like one was a mother and daughter, but dressed for Oxford Street listeners. They both had their shades on their heads, they look like kind of uh, well-to-do Richmond types. Um, you know, there's a stereotype going on, isn't it? Um, and they're just gone. I'm going to see if they come back now, because they, they look like they've been shopping somewhere. West End, maybe. Very odd. I'm intrigued, I'm fascinated. It's been a more, it's been more fascinating than this game, which has been very poor, 76 minutes. And I need to know what the story was with the man and the two ladies that came in. Look at ladies at lunch, that type, you know? I'm throwing stereotypes around like there's no tomorrow here, aren't I? But I bet you know what I mean. I bet you do. You do. <laughs> Michael Avery's posting in our group chat that that goal from Bennett, a phobia, is a poor man's Harland. <laughs> a game changer. It was a game changer in the sense we've gone in front. Poor man's Harland. That was a well taken goal. I, 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 I get a sense of hyperbole going on there, Michael. Hyperbole, I say. All sorts here, listeners. It's a bloke, a few, I'm talking quietly as you can tell. He's wearing a Vietnam 1960s. So I've got a map of Vietnam. 
and like an American Army slogan, when I die, I'll go to heaven because I've served my time in hell. Okay. Vietnam. And he looks like he's been nowhere near Vietnam. He's got like a cheap trick, um, cheap trick band. He's got a, a guitarist with a kind of baseball cap on. Looks like him wearing a, a Nam veterans jacket. You get all sorts of oddbods here at the Den Listeners to try and focus on the football. There hasn't been much football to focus on. Bennett Lefobel doing well there. One on one, back to the man. He does well to get past him. Ball out wide. This is this is Danny Mack now. Good move, Millwall. Pulls into the box. Styles and a diving head. You don't see many diving headers anymore. Just in front of him, unfortunately. Nice move, Millwall. One to lift you out. But lifted me out of my seat. That's how good a move it was. I've sat back down again now. You've not done bad this afternoon, George Long, listeners. Uh, I'm not sure I would have agreed with dropping Bart, but George Long, there's nothing much he could have done about the goal. I think any goalkeeper would have been beaten by a point-blank shot like that. Otherwise, he's been pretty pretty good, pretty useful. No, no errors, put it that way. Good performance here on Fleming. Tom Bradshaw comes in. 88 minutes. How to summarise today's game? Well, we've still got time to be played out, so I better not go too far with my summary. It's been a very poor game overall. Lions have done well to come back from that awful first half where we had a lead and relinquished it. We've done well to get ourselves back in front again. Uh, that's not to paper over any, any cracks because it's not been the greatest of shows. I'm still not sure I'm seeing anything that gives me much hope that this is going to be a you know, highly successful season. I'm hoping that we've got enough to finish in a moderate mid-table mid position at the minute. We've certainly done enough to beat a, an average Blackpool side. I presume that's how it finishes. It's, uh, it's a win. That's really all that, all that you can say about it. It's been a functional win, presuming that that's where we finish. There's Blackpool coming down our left side. They're right into the penalty area. Dangerous situation slammed into the outstretched arm of Jules Long. Thank God for that, listeners. Two minutes plus into added time. There it is. Sigh of relief. Roar of relief around the den. Uh, a functional win rather than an enlivening win, but wins a win. Um, goals from uh, Zian Fleming in the first half. Benedict Afobi with a really nice finish in the second half, see Blackpool off after uh, I have a sense of wallpaper going over cracks but now's not the time to be downbeat this, this now's the time to enjoy a win going into that international break, so nice afternoon in the end listeners after a, a poor first half we did enough to get back into it in the second there it is, status quo rocking round the den, I'm going to sign it out there, thank you for listening to the show we'll be back next week with uh, couple of uh, bits and pieces. Until then, dear listeners, from me, Nick Hart, here at the Den, thank you for listening. Arrivederci, Millwall. Bye for now. Achtung, Millwall. Hi, Nick. It's Angelo, mate. Just driving home. Um, very, very weird, Nick. Uh, I feel... Like driving home, I feel like we've lost or we've drawn. It's like 
feel depressed, mate. It, like, the football, I feel like it's just draining us all, you know? Like, th there was hardly any singing. Where, you know, where, where I normally stand, we're always singing. You know, people didn't have the enthusiasm to sing. It's like we're all drained of, of watching this crap. Do you know what I mean? Um, yes, yeah, so I still feel flat. Obviously, look, you know, I, I'm... I don't want Mill to lose. Yeah, you know, some some fans say, oh, if we lose, then he might get sacked. He ain't getting sacked. You know, and there's no, I'll never ever wish Mill to lose. Never. Um, but, uh, but you know, let's not kid ourselves. Blackpool were atrocious. Bar their number 25, who apparently is on loan from uh, Wolves, um, their team was absolutely crap. Um, so, you know, let's not kid ourselves with that win. Um, the only positives I can take out of today is that Gary Rower actually played Fleming in his right position because he was outstanding, I thought. You know, he was involved in everything, got the goal, hit the post, had a couple of other chances, some lovely touches in midfield. The guy's a winner as well, mate. You can just tell, um, you know, he, he's, um, he, looks a, he looks like a leader as well, you know, so which is great. Um, no idea why the goalkeeper's got changed. That was a weird one. Um, and um, I thought Malone had a good game today. I really did. I'm not his biggest fan, Malone, but I thought he'd done all right today. And I thought Murray done all right. He was up against a really tough player at 25 uh, on loan from Wolves. And I thought Murray did really well today. So, listen, we've won the game. In a way, I think I'm pleased that we got international break. Because uh, watching that dross twice in uh, one week uh, takes it out of you. So, uh, yeah, pleased with a win. Not happy with the performance. We beat a really, really poor team that, in my opinion, will be going down. Um, and obviously, we are, when we when we return, we've got Hutch coming back. We've got Leonard, who is a miss. And then uh, Bennett might come back for a couple of weeks before he gets injured again. Um, so, um, yeah, let's all uh, have a break from, uh, from the dross and uh, come on, you Lions. Take care. Oh, Nick, it's Matt Richards, uh, just driving back from the game. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, I can't get too excited about that. It's, it's, it's a desperate, desperately needed win. Three points, we'll take it. But, I mean, it was just so flat in there today. I don't know what you thought. I don't know what everybody else thought. But, I mean, it's flat at the start. Even when we scored, and I know we weren't sure if we scored or not, but it just, it, it was weird. It was a weird feeling. It, I can't I can't remember being at a game similar to that really, where you just you just get expecting that things are not going to go well, um, and that we weren't going to do well. And I think probably that's how the game kind of almost well we panned out. I know we won it, but it was, it was another last last performance, um, which you know it disjointed I mean, the, the first half. You know I mean, we just we just didn't we didn't really threaten. I know it's a cliche, we just didn't, didn't threaten. Um, scored a goal. Fleming, I thought, I thought Fleming played well. Um, I think we need to give him time. He's definitely got the class. He's got some ability there. You know, I don't want his, um, the crowd to get on his back. Um, I know it hasn't happened or anything like that, but, you know, I think we need to stick by him, definitely. Um, where we kind of cling on to, like, crumbs of comfort. Um, I thought Cresswell played well. I thought it's the best game he's played for us. Um... I mean, it's getting more short at the back, which is which was good. But I mean, Blackpool were such a poor team. My God, they were absolutely useless. Apart from I think was it 25 
Cordon Lou or whoever it was um, down the right, um, who had us, you know, had us a bit worried, um, particularly in the second half. Um, they were just so poor. We should be beating teams like that by two or three goals. Um, and we didn't threaten to. I think that's the frustration, really. Um, second half, yeah, you know, I thought we did slightly better. Phoby, actually, I thought he, he, he played well um, up front on his own. The thing what we see with Afobi is that if, we don't, if we're not playing, he's always asking for the ball in certain positions. And to be fair to him, if you don't put him in those positions, then you can't really criticise him. I mean, we don't. I mean, A, if we don't pass it to him there, and then when we try to, we just overhit it or we don't put it in the right position. Um, you know, so I thought it was a better performance by Afobi anyway. And, yeah, I mean, at the end, I mean, Long didn't have anything to save, did he? Um, I mean, that was a major surprise. Bart being dropped, don't know. Why? Why I don't know because Bart hasn't been playing badly at all. He's definitely not to blame for any of the um, poor performances. But anyway, Long Long didn't have much to do um, aside from cutting out across at the end. Um, so they didn't threaten us, Blackpool. But we we should be threatening them a lot more. I think that's my frustration. But thankfully, three points. Um, Rowett goes on. You know, you could tell the crowd was were turning. You know, Gary Rowett, your football shit. You know, I mean, if, if 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 we'd end up drawing that or losing, then, well, I think it, I think it would have been toast. I think it, it could have been the last game we see him down the den. Now we've got international break, a couple of away games. Um, you know, I'm still not I'm still not confident or positive at all. So um, anyway, I think that's that's enough for now. Yourself, I mean, it's most deflated I probably felt after a win. Unbelievable, isn't it really? But hey ho, we go forwards. Um, Come on, you lines. Hi, Nick. Just ringing in with a few observations after our defeat of Blackpool at the Den. I think if you'd have looked at the game in isolation, you'd have thought, oh, well, you know, it's a win. We ground it out. We got there in the end. We made plenty of chances. 2-1. We go home happy. And incidentally, that's what we beat them last time at the Den, last season, 2-1. But if you look at it in the context of where we are in the championship and the other teams we've played, I still think we've got concerns. My concerns as a spectator are with our defence. I think we're very, very weak um, down the channels and on the left-hand side, that's our left-hand side, and Blackpool tried to exploit that. And a better team, I think, would have beaten us. And I think a better team than Blackpool did beat us on Wednesday, QPR. Um, having said that, I was really impressed with Zian Fleming. Felt so sorry for him against QPR on Wednesday. Um, and he worked really hard today and he hit the post. And we were just willing him to get a goal. Uh, that would have been great. There were some other really good performances. I thought Scott Malone uh, came in with a, a a better performance. I think he challenged quite early and, and put his foot in and made some tackles. Um, I think most of the guys played well. I'm still not sure whether we're playing in the right formation. Rowett seems to be wedded to this idea of three central defenders and two wing-backs. And I still think that leaves us a little bit light in the midfield. Um, but 
you know, a win's a win, really. The crowd was very flat and there was a lot of booing at half-time. The half-time was pretty... Uh, the first half, rather, was pretty uninspiring. Um, there was a lot of sideways play, um, a lot of moving the ball around without really doing anything decisive. And as the venerable Bede says in the Anglo-Saxon Chronicles, into the CBO in the second half, we seemed to come alive a little bit. I've got to say, Blackpool's goal was just sloppy, sloppy, terrible. I don't know why our defenders are giving, you know, pretty average players so much room. Um, I mean, they were just passing the ball around us, give and goes, give and goes, all the way, you know, down the down the left-hand side. Uh, poor old Murray Warris looked at sixes and sevens. Also, I've noticed that uh, opposition teams are switching the ball from left to right and then finding one of our centre midfielders, sorry, our centre backs, isolated and then turning them. And I think if we'd have had faced the team today with a bit more pace, I think we would have struggled. So it's a victory. You know, there are some positives, but. Without trying to rain on anyone's parade, I still think we've really got to tighten down defensively. Uh, we're going into this break now. Um, I think it was a vital three points. I think we're 13th, um, but still a work in progress. There's lots of people calling for Rowett out. Um, I think it's Rowett change, Rowett get inspirational, Rowett get your players to step up and stop blaming them take responsibility and get this side moving because we've got some lovely young guys here who are keen to play football and I don't think they're being allowed to. So over and out. See you later. Come on, you lions. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.